installment of the Segway Files, only here on RottenCorpseRadio.com, anchor.fm forward slash RottenCorpseRadio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, all sorts of different places. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're, uh, the gang uh, gets together and talks about some horror, believe it or not, um, going over some uh, different memories of that genre. Now, just to preface this, the Segway Files team, uh, Axel, Heather, and myself, don't all collectively get together and watch horror films. Um, that is actually something that myself and Stop Repocracy do on the Casket Cast. So um, that season will be coming up uh, in the following year, believe it or not. So we'll end up doing a end of the year episode with Stop Repocracy um, and myself uh, as a special edition episode that won't be a part of the regular season by the way and then uh, the first or the new season will air of the Casket Cast starting next year um, in January so be on the lookout for that and so this episode is kind of fun because since Axel and Heather don't regularly watch horror films. I mean, Heather actually watches probably more of them than Axel does, but Axel's more into uh, the sci-fi films. Uh, even if they do have a horror element to them, you know, like The Abyss or uh, Aliens, Terminator, stuff like that. Even if they do have like a horror element to them, um, he still prefers his movies to be more science fiction based, where um, Heather will kind of kind of toggle back and forth between like actual horror films, uh, some other stuff. So we do talk about that at length in this episode, which is fun. Uh, it's a different, it's a definitely a, a different take on the genre from our team, uh, considering that this isn't the usual team <laughs> that does this talk. So, uh, it was kind of fun, more fun for me than anything. And, uh, throughout our series, uh, Especially with the uh, Sci-Files, which is the original version of the Segway Files show. And when we rebranded the show, the Segway Files, if you go back and listen to any of the archive footage, uh, you'll hear me kind of slowly peep in a little bit of horror almost every episode. Uh, I try to almost get it in there. If not, I usually put something out there about wrestling, uh, since Axel was an old wrestling fan from back in the day, so... Um, and that's kind of how me and him connect. It's, well, I mean, that and some of the sci-fi, too. Because on top of horror, I also love science fiction. So we kind of go into everything. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Segway Files uh, as we do a little bit of horror chat. And away we go.
security and at one of the sites I, I did at Graveyard was literally this one area it's, uh, out near Montgomery Park and it's like a old factory place. Mm-hmm. And it's all broken up and uneven sidewalks and everything. Yeah. I legit, every time I walk out of there, because there's not a whole lot of lighting, you have to have a flashlight to see where you're going. I'm sure every time I go out there, I'm like, okay, I've seen this movie before. The security guard <laughs> goddamn gets it every time. I am the security guard. God <laughs> The worst one for me was, or I guess the worst one you, if you're a security guard could be um, Halloween H2O because oh, like, because like LL Cool J's character is the security guard and he has a lot of those moments in that movie. He survives though. He doesn't get, he doesn't die. He gets fucked up like a, he gets beat up pretty bad, but he actually lived amazingly. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, security guards never get it right. Um, case in point, the movie Night Shift. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing good about that. So this movie before. That storyline is terrifying. You're smattering of segueing into various scary movies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if Jason, Jason would be so scary, but... Jason X was not scary. It no, was hilarious. It was funny as well. And actually, the guys who made that movie went on to do some really it good ones. It does make you worry, though, that if that's the future, I would right? really worry. I haven't... I Especially have, with nanotech. Yeah, just bring back anything. I haven't <laughs> seen it, but Jason X wanted want, uh, made me want to see Jason versus Freddy. I saw that. No, I did see that one. That was actually that I haven't bad. seen that. Fre- Freddy vs. Jason was like a... Freddy vs. Jason. For, for a horror fan, was like a long that time That actually coming. was that bad. Um, it was directed by a Japanese director, Ronnie Yu. Um, it was really funny. Um, it had a lot of big spots. And did you ever see uh, Bride of Chucky? No. That was another movie he did. And um, I don't see... I don't really like to watch creepy dolls trying to attack things. It's weird watching watching creepy dolls fight creepy yes. dolls. That's really weird. I still to this day cannot look at creepy dolls. <laughs> they all are creepy. Then don't watch the Puppet Master one, two, or three. I think I've seen the one oh, of the. God. <laughs> I had that whole box set for a long time. Uh, There's some good ones. Um, not the new ones though. Those new yeah. ones are terrible. Amy and I used to pause during some of the uh, when they kill. We've actually paused a couple times and legit would rewind and then slow motion some of the scenes of the death to mm-hmm. see how they actually did it. Yeah. Like the, uh, in Jason versus um, Freddy, Jason would, ha- this guy was on the bed. Jason, oh, yeah. Uh, Jason appeared, grabbed both of the bed and then, yeah, he like sandwiched him in the bed. And backwards. we're like, how did that happen? Like, how the, did they do this? Because the guy was like literally, he was laying on his stomach with his back up, and Jason comes up behind him, stabs the fuck out of him with his machete a bunch of times. And dude just got done having sex, too. Um, <laughs> well, that's it for him. Yeah, he's done. And then when he folds the bed up, I mean, he literally takes the whole bed and, and just backwards yeah. <laughs> it's just like the, the shot was really good and yeah it actually wasn't bad i did laugh a little bit when they had to uh resuscitate jason a little <laughs> oh he was, yeah because they oh, needed they jason needed him. ping pong jason ping pong <laughs> that was 
There's a scene where Jason, where Freddie had a had Jason ping ponging the entire pipe yeah. area, and it was so. It was just like he was playing. It was like he was playing a, um, a pinball game, and he's like, and he's even making the motions. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all doing this with his hand. He sees his little glove and everything, and Jason's like, doof, 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 like just bouncing off of everything in his like weird boiler room nightmare, mm-hmm. and because he managed. It was during a part of the movie where he managed to get Jason asleep so he could fucking kick his ass. Because obviously he's not going to be able to do anything to him in the real yeah. world. But. And then the, late, the, the girl suscitated Jason because, yeah. Yeah, and they managed to pull Freddy out of the dream world into the real world, which they've done in many of the other movies, but they did it in, like, Freddy, Freddy's Dead and they yeah. did it in the New Nightmare. Um, and I think they even did it in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 1. I think they did that in the first movie, too. I don't know. I haven't seen the Freddy, the Freddy franchise. Mm. I've only seen the first one, I think, and the recent one. Oh, the uh, the remake. I think so. The one yeah. where yet another remake. The one that they actually tell the story. Actually, no, I saw Wes two. Wes Craven's Nightmare. Actually, excuse me. I saw two versions. I saw two of them. The recent two recent ones. The one where the kids were actually college students I vaguely remember the college student one and then there was one where they found out he was like some kind of teacher or something alright so so the remake has um, alright so there's a movie where they let's see the first one is basically about high school kids Mm -hmm. Um, but that one I think I did see because it's about the girl right yeah it was the one with Johnny Depp and uh the girl is the one that had the car, right? That would that would pick her up or something. Or if she had a car that um, they drove... Well, they got picked up by a car at the end of the movie. It was okay, like, that was the first and, one. And the, the hood... Or the, it was a convertible, and the, the hood thing comes over. The and typical American, and, and, and ha-ha. It's, and it's uh, painted like Freddy's shirt. <laughs> and then, then he's going to hell, and the mom's like standing outside waving at him, and they're all basically going to their death, and... Uh, the mom gets pulled in through the window or whatever. Now there's um there was a movie where they did uh they did college that was part two. Yeah. Part two was the one with the kid with, with the with the one kid. It was basically like the euphemism of coming out. Wasn't three Dream Warriors? Yeah, that was the one where they're in the mental institution. Four is the one. Uh, it, it was the one where it was kind of like that the aftermath of the dream warriors or it's the dream master it's like now freddy's more powerful and he has a new girl he's targeting and killing her friends and her brother and shit and then there's five which is a continu- the dream child which is a continuation of that movie where he's figured out a way to infect her unborn son's dreams mm. so she he works into it like a mm-hmm. he's trying to take over the kids so he can be and then there's uh, six or Freddy's <laughs> Freddy's dead, which is the the one where they they figure out how to kill Freddy Krueger, and it's actually Freddy's daughter that that kills him. And then um, New Nightmare is the movie inside of a movie. Basically, it's the the cast of the movie in their regular everyday lives and stuff gets sucked back into the movie and start playing their characters from the movie and stuff. Hmm. Uh, and then the remake, of course, which is yeah. the, the one where they go into, like, different types of, like, sleep 
like related death. Like where something. does where did the movie West Craven's Nightmare fit into the the whole timeline? Because there was one about where they yeah, discovered him as a teacher. Yeah, New Nightmare was. Uh, no, West Craven's Nightmare, not New Nightmare. That's what it was called. West oh, Craven, was it? Yeah, West Craven's oh. New Nightmare. That was the one where they're where they're themselves and they 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 end up um, they're actors and stuff and they're having the they're starting to experience stuff from the movies. Because mm. they're working on a prod, like um, Heather Langenkamp's uh, character's husband um, was working on production, like robots, for like a remake or like a continuation of the Freddy series in high tech. And he thought it'd be really cool if he came back as a robot. And, um, and of course, um, some weird accident happens on set and then they start experiencing stuff from the movie series throughout the whole movie mm. like she even relives the whole scene where in the original Nightmare on Elm Street where her friend gets killed by Freddy and gets drugged all over the ceiling and ends up falling back on the floor um, the only person they didn't have in that movie that should have been in there was Johnny Depp because Johnny was in the first movie too and they should have kind of recasted him because they had like uh, a few other actors from other movies in it um, that were in the original series like uh, I don't remember his name or, or the thing, I think his name's John Saxon he was in Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee he was actually one of the guys that Bruce Lee fights in the movie he was also in tons of like Italian horror films that uh, I Roger don't Jones know did. Um, he was an old school actor but yeah he uh he made his reappearance and I remember like at first you know they're doing a panel at a convention and everybody's asking him about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and he's like kind of playing it off like he's a kid like he's like the actor right? like, he, you know, they're telling stories and shit and then later in the day he says something to her that his that he would have said in the movie as mm -hmm. her dad but then he's like being her dad all of a sudden and then weird shit starts happening it's like the parallels start leading into real life Okay. Crazy shit. Yep. It was probably the most unique Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Now, the one you're thinking of is the remake, the one where um, they find out Freddy Krueger, or Freddy's, or that Freddy Krueger worked as a janitor in oh, school. Oh, the janitor, yeah. Yeah, and he was molesting all the kids. Because the only two I remember, well, other than the first one, the other two was, there were just the recent remakes, was the janitor one. Yeah. And then there were college students that were trying to refuse to go to sleep because they kept dying in their sleep or something like that. Well, some of the some of the characters in the movie, yeah, because like a lot of them were still in high school, but some yeah. of them like moved away and stuff, and okay. they were all experiencing like different different things that were happening. And well, I remember the like there was one kid that they saw a webcam video for, and he was like freaking out, and he ends up getting killed on because he has like a micro nap and it was that yeah. split second that Freddy was able to get in there kill him and then mm. let him go and it was like and they had a lot of that a lot of different things about sleep apnea and shit and mm -hmm. like stuff they never really explored the other movies it's like kinda, how long how long you, they, they talked about like like how long you can go with the, uh, yeah without, without sleep, sleep and not very long <laughs> Not That's very long at all. scary. <laughs> it's like th after three days, you can begin to hallucinate. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the, the series kind of plays. That's what a lot of the series played off of in the beginning, you know, because they were trying to, they were trying to 
go away from the idea that these kids were saying. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, last bit was they got to sleep. And they got woken up uh, Sunday morning so we can go to like go out to eat for breakfast. And they're going to take us. But pretty much by that point, we're like almost done. And we're like, man, I've been up too long. I don't know what was uh, going on. <laughs> and then uh, halfway through the day, I think it was before noon, I just passed out. Halloween, October, I decided to rewatch Buffy the Buff, the Vampire Slayer. The series or the yeah, movie? Yeah, the series. Ooh. Yes. Actually, and it actually made me realize why. Uh, so, I noticed in a lot of the several years that people that that they're actually starting to make a lot of the TV series more and more now. Yeah. And I noticed that they've been trying to make it from movies. Mm-hmm. So far. There's only been at least two movies that I'm aware of that made it really big after the movie. Stargate and Buffy the Vampire Slayer so far. The reason why is both of them... Well, my theory is both of them, they started after the movie... where They took took place after the movie had ended, where the other series didn't. They just restarted the whole... The whole movie itself just in the series. And I'm not sure about the Stargate, but I know with Buffy, when Joss, because Joss made both, both of them. Mm-hmm. He made the movie and the series, but he didn't direct the movie, he just wrote it. Uh, so he didn't really get a chance to pick the cast or anything. Yeah. That's why he wanted to do the TV series, uh-huh. because he wanted to, he basically wanted to do over. And so Sarah Michelle Geller was his pick. And a lot of the cast was his doing, and which um, he did a good, he did yeah. a great job with. And it would go on to translate into other shows, you know, like Agents of Shield, you know, or like a Dollhouse was another show he did. Mm-hmm. Angel, um, the fact Dollhouse that Dollhouse never. I wish Dollhouse uh, kept going. Firefly. Was a, 
Firefly was phenomenal. I think Firefly was before Buffy, actually, I think. No. Nope, was it? Nope. Oh, I it, was it was after. It was after. But, uh... Um, I think it was one of the last things. I also liked it well, because... No, <laughs> that would have been the last thing. <laughs> he did a really good job in writing the script, like, the, a lot of the teenager attitude, the, the oh, slang. Yeah. You know, it all no fit. biggie, no this and that. I'm like, yeah. it was so in that time, and it was just... Yeah. You don't see that much anymore in the series where they he where you actually have a lot of the slang, a lot of the I think that's why the show was such a cult phenomenon because it like it really did speak to the youth. Yeah. You know, it, it spoke to the younger generation. Well, was, even in the old some of the old like I'm so watching it, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, fun to watch. I mean, I was in my twenties when the show started and it mm-hmm. was like and I was kind of or no, nearing my twenties. I think I was like um, but I remember watching the show and I was like touched by it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I fell in love with so many of the characters. I remember like I saw myself in Xander almost every week <laughs> just cause I was like, yeah, I was that dude. In high school. <laughs> that was me. There Lo- was one line that Xander Love put Sam. out that, uh, just made me feel like, yeah. And that was, I'm tired of being the universe's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really kind of you, you, and you really feel for him towards the end of the series. Yeah, because he fucking loses the eye, and then um, what was it? Because uh, he lost more in the eye, wasn't it? Because he because uh, he lost the eye to the the Father Gabriel or whatever his name was the the one the the guy that um, the guy was played by Nathan Fillion, the one preacher guy. Um, he like rips out his eyeball or something. I don't I remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember much. She'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm I, in I, season two right now. Like I rewatched. I rewatched the series last year. I'm just trying to like really remember. Exactly I am on the episode right now where it's Halloween of the second season and everybody's becoming their costume. I love that. I love that episode. <laughs> yeah, the the one where um, because that's the first time you get to see Vampire Willow. No, it's Ghost Willow. Oh, is it Ghost Willow? Yeah, she, she's all oh, sexed. Oh, no. Yeah, she's, oh, I'm, I remember something Yeah, else. she was all sexed up, and then she decides to become the ghost instead. And then yeah. because of the curse, she ends up, because she her body dies, and she becomes a ghost. No, who was, who was it that was... Because there was a parallel between that episode and the weird... Uh, there was one episode where uh, one of the girls that didn't like Buffy made a wish that Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. Yeah. And that's when you get to see Vampire Willow and Vampire Xander. Okay. Because the master vampire did get away. He rose up and was taking over the town. And then Buffy actually shows up. Uh, That's where she's like all grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm just here to get it done. Doesn't yep. even care. Doesn't <laughs> even care. But, um, yeah, it just kind of amazes me how it's just. Oh, yeah, no, that's the, the episode. Storylines, the fact that yeah. not every episode's about vampires, it's no. all different things. Well, that was the episode that made Xander realize he wanted to be in the military. Because wasn't he dressed up in military fatigue? Uh, he did it because he didn't have, he only had $2 to his name. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up becoming the military guy during the. During that episode. Yep. Yeah. God, that was so good. Uh, 
I was actually, yeah, Xander's one of those guys that he's very nerdy, but he does look good. You know, like, yeah, he's, you don't, he actually looks like he's actually exercise. You know, he could have been, in the early 2000s, he could have been in the Evil Dead remake if they had it done it back then. Because he could have played Ash. Yeah. He would have been perfect as Ash. Uh, But he would have been in an iconic TV show. That's true. (laughs) I know, that would have took us us all life over, I think, if that would have happened. There's just stuff like that sometimes will make me think, like, this was actually really well done. And what they did and stuff, you know. Whereas nowadays they're just trying to spit out the TV shows one at a time, one, yeah. you know, out of, out of their butts, and it's like, it's not done right. No. I don't like the new charm. A lot of people like charm, the new charmed. I don't. It's it wasn't a fully developed. Yeah. As it should have been. It was kind of it feel it felt like that was another one of those shows where like the cast picks mm-hmm. and everything felt very. Well, like, it didn't feel right. It's not like they didn't. Oh. It's almost like they didn't have the characters well written enough. To yeah, be able to, you could to, tell to be able to properly choose I the mean, actors. I was fine with the whole. Uh, I like some of the stuff. Like I like the idea of the science behind it. Yeah. Where they got to the science part, but the the thing that made the first chart really well was a lot of the symbolism, a lot of, like, their name, uh, their name was yeah. uh, was symbolistic for, yeah. you know, Halloween and witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they had this huge history. Uh, they all had special the, gifts, like, in art, in some kind of art fashion, like yeah. cooking. And, and the fact that Shannon Doherty's character, um, I mean, Shannon Doherty herself, yeah. you know, she rhymes with witch because mm-hmm. she's a bitch <laughs> so it's kind of like it worked it was like she's, she's perfect casting so it's like when they got to these guys it's like they did there's no none of that stuff there's no none of the symbolism it's yeah. in the same house yeah which is kind of cool but there's none of there's none of that symbolism kind of stuff yeah you know, there's... I, I think the other thing that people were like, well, that people were getting blindsided by um, initially was the the fact that they the way they casted all the sisters because they're supposed mm-hmm. to be sisters, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all they are sisters. They're all different races, and I think that bugged well, a lot of people. The first two are the same, and then the third one's black because I guess her dad's black. I guess. Yeah. So I guess that makes her which, half Mexican, maybe. Which never really kind of like, I mean, for me, I, I never care about that kind of stuff. But like, a lot either. of people weirdly get caught up in that. Yeah. It's kind of like when The Force Awakens first came out. Why is there a black stormtrooper? I had the same thought because I thought the stormtroopers were all clones, but... But not, yeah, that's the thing, though. But not in... Not in the later... Yeah, not in the later years yeah. where they the the first order was recruiting other people. Yeah, I mean the empire collapsed. It lost its money. It you know, it's got to hire people where it can. It can't sit there and well that continuously the, make clones. Well, yeah, and the, that and they they were recruiting them at really young ages and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's also like the all the comic series that they're coming out with yeah. or the movies where uh for instance flash's wife uh what's her name is black 
Yeah. Whereas, and people are getting upset with that because, well, she's white. In the white. comics, she was white. Well, yeah. okay, people. Yes, back way then when they first started out, well, they, didn't put, was a different they didn't put blacks in there for a reason. Yeah. Now it's yeah. quite possible that someone could be black. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't ruin anything. I mean, no. re- realistically, if we, if we were thinking that way, we wouldn't have Nick Fury as Nick Fury. <laughs> We wouldn't have Sammy J as Nick Fury. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but... He's supposed to be black. A black guy playing playing Nick Fury does look pretty scary, so... And I love love Samuel L. Jackson, too. He's great. He's like... He's one of those people that you just... You purposely say his name all slurred because it's just... It's a lot of syllables Mm -hmm. to fit in the one spot. He does such a good job with that, though. (laughs) Yeah, he's a. I, I think the, the the one thing I got really or that I that I got in the theater, because you can tell people were almost like soured by it, but I thought it was funny, was the whole like um, I heard somebody say, that's not how we got the 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 patch, you know we get scro- when he, in Captain Marvel where he gets yeah. scratched by the cat. I thought that was great. Okay, I, I thought that was like the funniest thing. It's like what a goofy way to come up with a weird thing like that. It's like, oh yeah, I lost an eye. Like the only downside of, yeah, the only <laughs> downside about that was I feel like when he got the scratch, it was like an afterthought. Where they were like yeah. going through the whole entire movie and then they realized, oh wait, we forgot this one part where he got his eye scratched. Yeah. We need to figure this out. Oh hey, the cat scratches it. There you go, that works. Causation. Perfect. <laughs> That's kinda of how I felt like it looked like. <laughs> I mean it's funny. Yeah, no, that's great. And I did like the fact that towards the when the end of that movie, they all you know when they're bringing the new the other recruits in and stuff, they all were coming up with their own ideas of how he got his head damage. Nice. Did now, you did you really do it this way? Now that's yes. one. Now there's one series though. I mean, going back to Buffy, was, that's one series I never want them to remake. I'm happy that they decided to sell some of you know sell the artistic license mm-hmm. to boom comics uh, so they can make a comic series out of it for the cool. new buffy um but i'm like i i wanted a remake back when they were mm-hmm. gonna cast the remake differently the only does it about buffy was the last season should never be made well minus d what's the musical in the last season Axel? Yeah, uh, Buffy the musical, the musical should have been. The, last the musical yeah. was good, but yeah, the musical's great. I just felt like the problem with the, like well, the last season or something like that. It got rushed. Well, it was really rushed. Like the, the whole the whole thing with Caleb, everything, yeah. everything. The, I kind of felt like a lot of times when you know when a series is ready to end, is when everybody starts having sex with everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and it felt like. Josh Whedon or whatever his name is uh, just kind of ran out of ideas and started having Buffy sex, have sex with everyone. <laughs> you know? I actually was watching, when we were watching Subtitle, I'm like, you know, it would have been really cool to see Buffy after she graduated become a PI. And then doing <laughs> all the supernatural PI stuff like Angel yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been kind of cool. Because it would have been, been one of those like really funny... Imagine having a show that starts off with like Buffy's inner monologue, mm-hmm. but it's like one of those old gumshoe PI like kind of <laughs> monologues. There you she's go. She's got the gruffy voice and stuff. And the... there you go, Michelle Gellar, your comeback. That's your comeback role. 
<laughs> she still plays Buffy online, dude. I, I follow her Facebook page, and it's okay. it's so much a Buffy Facebook page. Does she do she anything else it. nowadays? Um, I, I, don't I don't know think if she's I've on anything s- current. Or not. I mean, I started the Big Bang Theory in one episode. I've only seen her like. She was in the last episode of yeah. the Big Bang Theory. The only show I've seen her on was the show with Robin Williams. That was like the yeah, last. Yeah, I, I heard about her. that one, but I never but got just. I never watched it. It was kind of hard to watch because it's like I loved her character. She played a good character. She mm-hmm. was really, she was really fun. But um, watching him, it almost felt like I was watching himself destruct. And that was hard to watch. That was around the time that he was actually, I think, was depressed. And yeah, was, was right and before he, he killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> that made me so sad, too, because I actually, I just saw, I was actually looking Michelle Geller up to see what she played, and I saw that. And I'm like, oh, I never knew that I was out. But I also realized it was around that time that he passed away, and it was only one season. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I could really try watching that one season. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It yeah. really was. It was it's like, so sad that, you know, that happened to him and he had to do that. It's Well, I don't know if he yeah. had to, but... So if, so if anybody has ever seen it, it was a show that came out in 2013 called The Crazy Ones. Yeah. And it had her and Robin Williams in it. And a other, father-daughter duo, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, they were like... yeah, they're, she, she was the one running the company, but he was like the face of the company. Or no, mm-hmm. she was the face of the company, but her dad was still kind of behind the scenes kind of weirdly pulling strings when he didn't have to and yeah. it's like she pretty much had the business kind of going it was like a it was like a weird advertising company and they and they would run it really strange because like they would try their best to kind of please the customer and to kind of do yeah. all the the general things but robin williams character like to kind of throw the throw the curveballs shit yeah <laughs> Throw some really crazy curveballs and. But still, yes. Yeah, but it was hard to watch, and then. Um, I miss Robin Williams. It's sad. It is sad that he never got a chance to see the remake of Aladdin, because that was actually a good remake. For yeah. once, Disney finally made a good remake. <laughs> and I, that was actually, Will Smith actually did a good job playing the genie. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we. It's kind of weird watching him sing the songs though, because it's not the songs I'm used to wa- let, watching him sing. And he's not really a singer. Yeah, he's like a he does a good job. Well, okay. he he's more of a rapper than a yeah. singer, but does he take, does a great job yeah. though. Because it does take some singing chop to be yeah. able to do that, especially when you can do it in breath and stuff and in um, time. But yep, and he actually has more of. They, in the movie a lot of they actually do a lot more character development and, yeah. and they added more scenes which is actually kind of cool yeah so Aladdin is definitely a must see must see and that will complete this episode of the Segway Files uh, join us again next week as we continue to talk about everything um, in pop culture sci-fi and kind of beyond and uh also go back and check out some of our archive footage uh we do have that available here on anchor.fm and you can actually find that in most all of our feeds Uh, just kind of go back and check them out they are fully available and free free we don't make you subscribe to some weird patreon page to listen to bonus content free just go back and check us out give us a subscribe hit the like button you know maybe give us a review give us five stars anything to help the algorithm and to get this podcast in the ears of more people 
much appreciated to all those who do support. And thank you again for listening to Rotten Corpse Radio and the Segway Files. Bye for now. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.